stuff? Can you see the future? Do you know how to get ready for the next stage of your business? And Anna, the intern for How We Manage Stuff. Are you nervous? No. I'm not nervous. Well, you sound nervous. But I'm not. But why are you, like, rushing these things? Just to practice. Just to practice. Well, it's not, uh, because Tamara's coming back? No. No, it's not like that. Not like that at all. Why would it be that? you've been sitting at her desk, and I thought... Well, she wasn't here, so why would that be a problem? No. I mean, she wasn't here. It was the best use of resources. Of resources. Otherwise, I'd have to sit in the hall or in the lunchroom. You don't think it was anything other than the best use of resources. Otherwise, the desk would be, like, just empty. Just empty. And we'd be paying for it without... You don't really think that I was trying to be Tamara or suggest that I should be Tamara. You did wear her sweater. I did. I did. But it wasn't being used. It really wasn't. And this building can be so cold. So cold, even in the summer. And then there were the gummy worms. Artisanal gummy bears, Rohit. Gummy bears. She bought those for the whole office, Rohit. I'm sure she did. She wouldn't have eaten three quarts of gummy bears. Gummy bears by herself. She wouldn't. And her special sketch pad. I know, I know, I know, I know. And her special pens. You used those? Yes. All of them? Yes. And the three sticks of deodorant in the bottom drawer. Uh, what? Three sticks of deodorant. And they were the expensive kind. Organic. Uh, uh, from well, France. Uh... Rohit, this is not the time for you to retreat into into the old stereotype of male squeamishness about women's biological processes. No, 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 no. Women sweat, Uh, Rohit. We do. Because I need your help to think clearly about what to do. What Uh, to do? No, it's time to fall into the old joke that Tamara came through the door while you were speaking. She's standing right (laughs) behind you. Oh, it's so good to see you both. You've been doing such a great job with the show. I don't know what, what to say. Shall we start the show? Sure, let's move. Can you really see the future? Better than you can see what's behind you. Do you know how to get ready, really ready, for the next innovation in tech business? Hi, uh, I'm Rohit from the IT department. And I'm Anna, the intern. Just the intern. For the podcast, How We Manage Stuff. This week, we're interviewing our founding co-host, Tamara Carlton. In an episode that is entitled Foresight for the Future. I just don't know how to go forward. You're the lead researcher on this episode. Right. Soldier on, sister. Oh, Rohit, that's one of the sweetest things you have ever said to me. Ever said. Thank you. But I don't know, don't know what it means. You do know that I'm here in the studio, don't you? And you're supposed to be interviewing me? Right, right, right. We're talking about your foresight methodology. It's something that you invented, right? I think that we need to start at the beginning, Rohit. What is foresight, Tamara? It's a way of seeing into the future, right? It is. (laughs) Well, yes and no. Oh, good, good. But mostly no. Uh Uh-oh. Foresight is a process that companies can use to prepare for their next big steps, their next innovation. But I would think that is really just strategic planning. I would. But Tamara said innovation. That was the point. Oh, right. Innovation. That is what you said. You really can't plan, can't plan innovation. That's seeing into the future. Well, again, the answer is a kind of yes and no. Yes and no. It seems to be that it is just no. Just no. You, you can't see into the future, okay? Time moves just one way, okay? From now to not now to uh, to, to the future. And you see, I read your foresight playbook, and I can see that there are like five steps, five steps. Perspective, opportunity, solution, team, opportunity. No, no, I said that one already. Uh, Vision, vision. So like vision is the future? Perspective, opportunity, solution, team, and vision. 
These are the five phases of our foresight model. Yes, but vision. I think they're all like uh, preparing for the future. Wait, wait. If David, our executive producer, were here. Oh, now we bring out the big boss. If David were here, he'd say that there is no such thing as the past and no such thing as the future. All we have is sure, the present. But there was like that concert last weekend at Seattle Center, and I no longer have it. I don't. And to be honest, I wish that it hadn't happened. I do, because it was awful. Just awful. First, I had the wrong you can't shoes. Just drop it and walk away if it was that bad. Walk away. Sure, walk away. I I wish I could. I could. What's keeping you? First, there were these shoes. They were so wrong. So wrong. And there was this guy. A date. Oh, I wish. If he had been a real date, I mean a date date, I could blow him off in a text. But he wasn't, so I can't. I can't. I don't understand why you can't. Perhaps if we... Right, right, right. So, Tamara, if we don't have the past and the future, what do we have? We only have our present understanding of the past and our present expectations for the future. That's all we have. So in foresight, one of the things that we're trying to do is to use our understanding of the past to identify patterns and trends and use those patterns and trends to alter our future expectations. And this isn't planning? No, planning comes after foresight. Okay. So I'm at the center and I'm expecting to meet Jenny, who said that she would meet me at eight, but she wasn't there. Wasn't there because she said that she had a difficult lunch meeting and didn't feel that she wanted to go out. And she said that at 7.45. 7.45. And this is part of foresight. You're looking at the past and searching for patterns about Jenny or your social life and asking how those patterns will develop in the future. Is Jenny a good friend? Is she committed to your friendship? Does she like the kind of entertainment that you like? I, uh, <clears throat> I think I what can explain. What do you mean that you can explain, Rohit? And your perception of the past isn't complete enough. We don't always remember things well. Maybe you got the time wrong. Or Rohit saw her on the other side of the city. What? Did you see her, Rohit? Uh, well... No. The point is that the first phase of foresight is to start looking at patterns of the past and get a full picture of what has happened in your office, your organization, and your field of business. So it's not just you. Of course. It is never just me. It never is. From historical patterns, you move into the second phase of foresight, which is looking for opportunities. Oh, this is like SWAT. David likes SWAT. Sort of. SWAT is used by the IEEE, and David has worked for the IEEE. What is SWAT again? Strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. SWAT is a procedure that's used to evaluate certain kinds of operational decisions. It has some similarities with foresight. See, and only some. What you're really doing is using your understanding of yourself, your business, and your field to change your current perception of future opportunities. Ah, I have it. I do. Okay. What do you understand? Foresight is not teaching you to see into the future. It's teaching you how to improve your current vision of the future. To see things that you might have missed. That's what I said, Rohit. That is what I said. And there are three more parts. Solution, team, vision. For all of these, we're using our current understanding of the past to change our vision for the future. That doesn't make sense, Rohit. Because one of the phases is vision... And you can't change your vision of vision. Well, uh, David said that you could. But David is not here. Well, no. But, but you can't always be sure. You can't. <laughs> well, he might be listening into our session. I'm sure he'll hear it later. More to the point, he has done a lot of work to shape this podcast. Okay. So some of the ideas that we are discussing and some of the ideas that we follow in each episode are his. So he knows. Knows about the gummy bears, too. And the pens and the deodorant. Probably. But that is getting a little off target. Weren't we talking about changing the vision of vision? I think that we got distracted with the vision of vision. We did. Foresight is a process designed to improve your current understanding. Each step builds upon the prior steps. 
You begin by improving your understanding of the past and historical patterns. You then work to improve your understanding of the opportunities you have. And third, you work to prototype a solution. Yeah, like uh, what is a problem that you're actually, well, solving? Building a new product or service. Tamara's foresight helps companies build new products or services, innovative products or services. All right. And this is why it is different from SWAT. From what? From SWAT. SWAT. Strengths, weaknesses, opportunities. Right, 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 right. Because in foresight, you're trying to design something. And in SWAT, you are evaluating something. Something already designed. Or not. Sure, or not. It could be just something that you're doing. Which brings us to the team phase. It does. That is the next phase, Rohit. The team phase. What does that mean? It means looking at the people you have and asking how you can use their talents to make your solution work. So it's like putting your workers in a box. I mean, David has always said that when you've designed your product, you also designed your division of labor. Isn't that funny how David keeps coming up in our interview? You do remember that he and I used to host this podcast episode after episode. So it is kind of nice. But he's not here now, is he? I don't think so. Because it is a little creepy. It is. It's like he's writing the words we are saying. <laughs> Maybe. I think what David says is that when you design your product or service or system, you tend to design your division of labor at the same time. Often you follow old, inefficient ideas. In Foresight, we try to break those habits by getting you to have a richer understanding of the ideas and forces shaping your business and your people. Are we supposed to just agree with you so that we can get the last part of the Foresight process? No, no, Rohit, of course not. Of course not. Just think for a moment. Last fall, Tamara had to step away from the podcast because of her business. She did. That's right. I had some business in South Africa and Japan. Now I can only be on the show every few right. months. Right. That's what I said. And if David didn't change his view of us, we'd still have the same jobs that we had when Tamara left for South Africa. You'd be installing Microsoft Word on everyone's laptop. Yeah, but we have a virtual desktop service. And I'd still be the intern. But you're still uh, well, the intern. Yes, that's right. But I've hosted the podcast, and you've hosted the podcast. If someone didn't have vision, if someone couldn't see that we could do that, I mean, David has friends at NPR. Well, what would NPR do? Well, maybe he has one friend at NPR, or maybe okay. visited NPR once. I think I remember that trip. Or maybe, anyway, he could have found a new host, but he saw that we could do it and chose us. But that is vision, and that's the last step of foresight. Yes and no. All the steps of foresight are about getting to vision, getting a clearer understanding of the past, the opportunities, the solution that you can offer, and the team that can deliver that solution. The last step, the vision, is what holds everything together. You can say that we work because of greed or self-preservation or economic incentives, but those aren't enough in the long term. Okay. Sure. Both of you could work elsewhere. Yes. And you'd make more money. Make any money. Why do you stay here? Because we're educating people. People who are too busy, too busy to read. And we do it in a way that is easy to remember because it's clever and creative. And it makes you think. It does. I mean, we just don't use words like innovative or disrupt. We make people think about the ideas behind that. And it's funny. And you have just given the vision statement for our podcast, How We Manage Stuff, really? because I helped write it. Don't you think that we need to bring this episode to a close? Oh, do we? I can't see the future, but I do know the music has been playing for five seconds. Right. Right. So, since all you have is now. The only foresight you have is a better understanding of the past and the present. That leads to a better view of the future. So, uh, this is uh, Rohit from IT. And Anna the intern. And founding co-host, Tamara Carlton. For How We Manage Stuff.
Take care. So, maybe you aren't in trouble. He said I could still use her desk. But the gummy bears and deodorant? Don't know. Well, to find out, our listeners should subscribe to How We Manage Stuff through iTunes. Facebook. Or our website, http colon slash slash howwemanagestuff.com. Or LinkedIn. Or Google Play. Even though they seem to be flaky, try YouTube instead. Or wherever fine podcasts are sold. This is episode 17140 and is copyright 2017 by Jackie LLC. David Allen Greer, executive producer. All rights reserved.